to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part of the team loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, aren't you? Yeah, 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 hero. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How are you? <laughs> that, that was something. I'm well, mate. I'm well, mate. That was something. That I brought up with Matty Boy a few weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, "Do you remember a few episodes ago? It you like didn't? Ago, it must have been. You, it must have been. I was like, Matty Boy, do you remember? You were like, oh yeah, yeah. This is during a podcast. It was like, yeah, 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 hero. It was like he was trying to come up with a name for me, and he, he like, did, didn't know was what it, was it, was it going to be. Hunk? Was it going to be stud? Would it be beefcake? And I was like, what? Well, I, I, I was lost. There's so many adjectives or descriptive words that could be used for Blylo. I just couldn't pick on one of them. Yeah, so we settled for Hero, but it was just funny. And I, I think I messaged you that, didn't I? And you were like, oh, mate, I don't remember that. And yep. uh, But ever since, we almost use it on a daily, don't we? So. <laughs> it literally is a daily basis. So 124, yeah. episode 124 begins with that oh, to mark mate. this uh, moment in the zeitgeist. Episode 124, that is mad. I still, but, um, I still find it odd whenever we're talking about it and we have like E124, I think. One hundred. I know there's plenty of shows that have done, you know, lots more maybe, but there's also a lot of shows who've not done anywhere near that. So one, two, four is. I still think, where did that come from? Where did that come from? I remember when we were like twenty episodes in, thinking, wow, <laughs> look how many we've done. I know, one hundred twenty-four. <laughs> wow. I know it's it is ridiculous. We've got some it good listeners. Now, uh, May boy, how on earth are you? Are you keeping well, mate? Yes, mate. I'm keeping well. It's uh. Uh, it's a new day, so I have a new drink. It's a coffee for today. Uh, yeah, I'm alright. Uh, keeping it, keeping things sweet, keeping things fresh. Uh, can't complain well, with how life is. How are you though? Well, I was going to say, we're, yeah, I don't want to uh, break the fourth barrier too much, but we're actually to. we're we're recording in the morning, which yeah. I don't think On have a we ever day. have we um, ever done this. I. I want to say no. I mean, there's, uh, in terms of a main show, there's, I don't know, maybe maybe once back in the old days, but I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done this. Uh, for like a, for like, for like uh, extras or podcast or something, probably. Yeah. Even yeah. Then. Oh, yeah, Comic Con. It's usually lunchtime, yeah. Comic Con, down, down the pub in mm. the morning, having a pint. I can't wait for that again. <laughs> I generally can't wait for Comic Con. One of the only times you can, oh, me too, man. One of the only times you can kind of get away with that. It's ridiculous. Well, I know Luke uh, texted me earlier on saying, you, you get in the busy invite this morning. I said, no, you're mentalist. No, yeah, 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 hero. It's too early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Stellar Artois. Stellar Artois, <laughs> 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Lovely. Um, Matty Boy, Bad Batch. How are we enjoying Bad Batch so far? We obviously oh. dropped our recap, but I, I, I just want to tell listeners, go and listen to that, man. After this episode, of course, you want to stick around for this bad boy, but if you've yeah. not listened to the recap, go and listen to that afterwards because it was fun. Yeah. you're missing out if you haven't it's on the star wars sessions podcast feed we only have one everything goes on there to make it easy and obviously all of our thoughts are on there including 
you know, what have we thought about the Bad Batch so far? Any kind of fears we might have had? And of course, what we thought about episode 14, War Mantle, which dropped this week. So go check it out. It's spoiler heavy, of course. If you haven't heard, watched the show, watch it and then listen to us because we don't want you sending us a message saying, you ruined the for us. Uh, mm. But yeah, Bad Batch recap dropped. Uh, and that's pretty filthy. And talking about a, a collection, a hive of filth, uh, one more shout out to last week's episode, which was mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. first ever book club where we discussed Claudia Gray's Lost Stars. And I was joined by Adrian Chorley and Johnny Olif, some of our wicked patrons and uh, a hero to me, Eric Eilerson. Oh, and it was uh, it was so much fun. It was great to talk about the book again. Spoilers for the book. Um, and uh, one day I'm sure we can do a, a few more. But if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. As you would have heard, Master Bly Walker was off. Uh, he'd been given a puck to go chase down. What was that bounty, mate? Who was you chasing? I was chasing down my uh, my brother and sister-in-law who got married. Well, they actually got married in December, but we had their wedding, like their reception on uh, during the week. So I, nice. I couldn't make I couldn't make the recording, but we had a plan in place, didn't we? So we always have a plan. We always have a plan, and it involved those three spicy lads. So thanks again for coming on and giving your time and talking about such a wonderful book. So if you haven't um, heard it, go check it out. Uh, if you haven't read the book, you can listen to it, but we do give a couple of spoiler warnings up top um, before, but we do give our non-spoiler thoughts before we dive in. But uh, if we ever do any more book clubs, which I look, I'm sure we're going to, I've already got yeah, in mind. I, I think now we've, now, now you've started it. I think it's only inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable. And I, we did, I did say on it that, you know, this isn't going to be a three month thing or a regular, it, it could be at any point. It, we, we, I might do five a year. I might do one a year. It's just, we'll see what the, the lust is. But I know there's a couple of books that a lot of you want to talk about. So, uh, book club, get on the book club, get on the book club. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, isn't yeah, it? Really? The it, pleasantries and, you know, announcements and all that rubbish. <laughs> um, I tell you what, our Patreon this month has been fire. Our <laughs> Patreon this month has been ridiculously good, right? Pubcast, uh, yes. Pubcast, good. Jibber Jabber with Jabber the Hud, very good. L- Journal of Luke Skywalker with Isaac Pevy, that's good news. That's, that's gonna, good job. I was going to say, don't forget your own one. Yeah, well, um, check good out job. the socials so you'll be able to see what we actually dropped last month on the Patreon. We'll put down our episodes on there so you can see and if you fancy it we'll give the details later on if you want to check out our patreon so but yeah it was it, it's a lot of filth and we cover an awful lot of what's been happening recently uh, and some and some past good stuff as well but i guess talking about recent news my friend <laughs> i can only hear the chimes of big ben kenobi in the background which only means one thing mate oh mate boy i think that must mean it's the galactic news round we are the news round it's It's treason then (laughs) yes we are the news round aren't we mate yeah yeah that yeah, was we so rubbish. The, that was so no, rubbish, but good. It's you, good rubbish. You can plan these things. These things just happen. So yeah. uh, as um, Master Palpatine just said, we are the news round. It is treason. This week, there's so... Well, this over the last week or two, there's been so much dropping in the galaxy that we, we felt a bit amiss if we didn't uh, go through it. So this week's episode is 
uh, coming from the Galactic News Desk. We've got a load of things to cover. Some funny, some pretty um, potentially big news as well. So let's just get mm. straight into mm. it. The first one, and probably for most people, the uh, the biggest bit of news was the news that uh, Mina Masood and Lars Mikkelsen have potentially, mm. we've got to say allegedly, potentially been cast as Ezra Bridger and Thrawn in the upcoming mm-hmm. Ahsoka series. Now, this has come from uh, a an Instagram source called The Comic Factor. Uh, and, you know, they, it was dropped and it's just another uh, IG account dropping a, you know, a, a scoop or an alleged bit of news. However, Rosario Dawson shared a screenshot of this post on her story, you know, mm-hmm. saying, yes, great news and all that, uh, which has now obviously got a lot of um, trades and a lot of outlets uh, running with this story that will, you know, if Rosario's confident enough to repost it, then it's got to be more than just speculation. So we wanted to start off with that because we mentioned it before it, as part of the Galactic News Round about well, a month or two ago that, you know, rumours were circulating. So what do you think about this, mate? Because it's come, again, I don't know the comic factors background. I don't know if they're scoopers, if they're new or if they just dropped it by chance. But what do you think about this then? Rosario has reshared it to her Instagram story. Uh, is there anything to this? And also, if this is confirmed, casting for these two, what, what about that? Well, there's been rumours about these guys, um, you know, whether it's uh, Mina or Lars mm-hmm. playing these uh, respective characters for a while, you know, for, for a long time. We've mentioned it on this show, um, but it's almost it feels like it's in the bag. And I think mm-hmm. that kind of the Star Wars community has reacted uh, as such. And a lot of people are taking this as gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when, Matty Boy, you've got the lead of a Star Wars series, like, <laughs> qu- yeah. like Instagramming this on her story saying, yeah, woo, it's great. You know, welcome aboard, guys. Um, you, you've, you've got to wonder, haven't you? You've got to wonder. Yes. Now, I'll be <laughs> Basically. honest. I'll be honest. Okay, let's let's look at the castings first. Yeah, the castings. I think they're good. Mm-hmm. I think they're good. I think Mina Mina would make a great uh, Ezra Bridger. Lars would make a great Thrawn. You know, and the Mickelson family have been involved in Star Wars already. Um, obviously with Rogue One, uh, Lars's brother, right? Is it brother or cousin? Uh, it's his brother. It is his brother. Matt yep. Mickelson obviously played yep. uh, Galen, didn't he, in that's Rogue it. One? Galen um, also. That's right. So uh, it, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, but listen, Matt. Um, oh, to add to that, uh, Lars does actually already do the voice for Thrawn, yes. doesn't he? Yes, so, he does it in Rebel. So he is... You know, reads a recognisable uh, voice already for the for the character and for us, and and that's kind of just what they've done with uh, Katie Sackhoff, right? Yes, with yeah, yeah. Bo-Katan, they cast her. She was the voice of Bo-Katan in the Clone Wars, and she's now playing her in live action, which I think is a great choice. Yeah, uh, they didn't do that with Ahsoka, but we've kind of spoken about that in a different episode. But uh, I, yeah. I actually, I, I see why they did that. Um, yeah. I think, I think lo- you with- get the right person for the right role, and nobody. Again, we're never going to take away what Ashley. Ashley is Ahsoka, um, but Rosario is going to be an Ahsoka for an entirely new uh, generation. Or let's just say we're everyone's Ahsoka. We're, we're all Ahsoka, like Res- uh, Ashley Dawson. Uh, whatever her name is, I can't even think of her. Ashley Eckstein, <laughs> Ashley Dawson. More- guys, guys, are- it's. 
guys, it's a morning show. Yeah, yeah? you can tell. Uh, I've only had a couple of sips, but yeah, listen, Ashley you, Eckstein probably would have been very good as a soaker, but you you have to get the right person for the role, and it, I imagine it was a tough choice to not cast her, but. You know, mm. Ashley is mm. always going to be a soaker, so nobody can ever take that away. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Now, I I think the castings are pretty cool. Um, what I, I'm I'm hesitant to say they're perfect mm-hmm. because you know, is there anything? Is there such thing as perfect casting? Well, yes, but I always think that's with hindsight. That's with the benefit of actually seeing them perform. So, before yep. I say anything like, yeah, I think it's the perfect casting. Um, I want to see what they're like first. May boy, what are you thinking of just the casting alone? Um, yeah, I think it's good. Lars Mikkelsen is a very, like his brother is a very is a very accomplished actor. He's a uh, he he knows he knows the task every time he turns mm. up. He's mm-hmm. fans of Sherlock will know him uh, as Magnusson. He was in House of Cards as well, uh, and of course he's done an awful lot of uh, Scandinavian shows as well. He's done mm-hmm. some voice acting, mm-hmm. not just in Rebels, um, and done a lot of television other, outside of the two we just mentioned. So uh, he was very good in something called Headhunter a while ago. Uh, so Lars Mikkelsen, I've got no doubt, can turn up and do the job and put the presence of Thrawn across. It's obviously. As I've always said, it's all about the blue eyes. Sorry, blue skin, red eyes for me. How are mm. they going to make that look good? They've they, they've done it before with other people, like Vision with um, Paul Bettany's Vision. You know, I, I believe he's a red faced fella in yeah. in One Division and all that, and on and in the MCU. So it can be done. It's just it's, it's got to look good, and I'm always hesitant about that. Mina Masood, uh, yes, the the whole space Aladdin meme has now potentially become a thing uh, when. Uh, Eraser Bridger was first introduced. He was called Space Aladdin, and now Mina Masood, most famous for playing Aladdin, that's his kind of one big role so far, is now potentially going to be uh, Ezra. And Mina Masood has said he struggled to get roles post Aladdin, uh, and before mm. that, he was typecast as Asian terrorist in film. That was literally what he played, unfortunately. And he said, "You know, I don't want to be. I don't want to do that. I, I'm better than that." Um, so this could wow. be a huge boon for his his. Uh, career if he gets to roll and from what i saw in aladdin i liked the uh, the uh, guy richie aladdin i w- wasn't expecting to and i thought it was pretty good actually i thought mina masood was was good in it um when he was acting i mean he's singing he was outdone by um by jasmine uh not naomi as jasmine but i think mm. he was good as is is aladdin he had a kind of cheeky persona he was he he was good at when he came to emoting properly uh it's now evie's ezra what kind of Ezra are we going to be seeing though? That's, that's the question as we, are we seeing like a, a grizzled Ezra? Will it be the same Ezra that we've seen in rebels? Just a little bit older, you know, how has this changed him? You know, what's, mm. is he going to be fighting with a lightsaber? Uh, so we haven't, I haven't seen Mina Masood in any kind of real combat like that before. So the time, time will tell. I mean, he looks the part. He's got the chops from Aladdin, uh, I think. And he's got the, certainly got the enthusiasm. He grabbed that role with both hands. So, I'm excited yeah. to see both of them in the role. But like you said, you never know. Remember, people thought Heath Ledger was the worst possible choice for the Joker. Look look at them now. Uh, Heath Ledger was wonderful. So we never know. These could be the worst casting ever. These could be like the most inspired ever. Mickelson right. doesn't surprise me, though, because he's played the role of Thrawn. He's a wonderful actor in his own right, experienced. So if he wants to get doled up in, in blue, absolutely get him on board because it's that synergy between the, the two series as well. Mina Masood. I haven't seen an awful lot of him. What I have seen, he's he's, he's fine, and I think he could do a good job. So, a good job. So, again, oh. the, the jury's out on both of them. Lars Mikkelsen, I gravitate more to because I've seen more of him. 
Um, but Mina Masood, from what I've seen him in, is totally fine. So uh, I'm on board. But yeah, the fact that Rosario shared it, that, uh, I think there's something to that. And I've said post Mando season two, any kind of casting rumor that comes out now, because most of them for Mando were bang on, cop fan, mm. man, um, then I'm going to give more credence to. So this, whereas before I might have been, okay, you know, 40% chance, I'm as high as 75%, if not higher, that this is probably going to be the truth, mate. Well, it's interesting that you, you you kind of circle back to the whole Instagram post from Rosario. Now, this is my other thought is, well, could it have been just Rosario Dawson seeing something on Instagram mm-hmm. and going, oh, cool, that's good. That's good news. And, uh, <laughs> and, just, repo- yeah, and just reposting it. It could be. You know it, may, I mean? it may not have even been Rosario Dawson doing it. I imagine it was, though, but... Um, hmm. It's, I, I, you're right. I'd imagine it was just from the way it was written, just by the, I don't know. I just kind of got that 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 vibe, um, for lack of a better word, I suppose. But I suppose because she's she's also shouting out, Let, let's get more diversity in Star Wars, and this is a place at which yeah, let's do that. And this yeah. is and they're actually saying this is what a start. Let's get this going. So, um, so yeah, it probably was written by Rosario. But yeah, you might be right. Maybe she didn't read it properly. <laughs> yeah, maybe and thought because, it was confirmed. And, and, and do you not think it's weird that, I don't know, his, do you not just think it's weird that it was done in the first place? Like, yeah, surely she would have known about that, right? Well, you'd, it, you'd think, but this yeah, tells you. production yet, so that she wouldn't have acted alongside them, but you'd imagine that she'd have some kind of inkling of who's going to be in it. Yeah, absolutely. So this tells us. I think a few things that so she already, it's a possibility that she it's, it, yeah, it's possible that she already knew um, that they were casting. She's just kind of like hyping it on it on socials because of what you just said, primarily I'd, I'd, I'd imagine. Um, or they don't know what's going on. They haven't written anything yet or, 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 you know, Rosario hasn't received a script. She doesn't know who she's going to be working with. They just know they're in like pre-production for the Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. And she stumbled across this and thought, Hey, you know, that's good. That's, that's, that's good news. So how, <laughs> I mean, how often can we put that in the show? I don't know. Probably um, quite a lot. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Really interesting. Really interesting. Um, I wonder if she's going to be told off for this as well. Well, told off is probably maybe the wrong expression, but what do you think? Um, I'm possibly if if there's anything behind this, then she's probably had, mm. they probably had a little word of her like, "Oi, Dawson, no, just, just, what are you doing? You can't do this." But um, or you know, it, it, to be fair, even if there's nothing to it, maybe they're still saying. Don't do that. But if so, I mean, it does speak to Lucasfilm and their, their secrecy and all that, which is can sometimes be a bit daft. But of course, when it's casting, you do want to you do want that to come through the official channels. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what all I'm getting from this is Rosario Dawson is queen. Uh, but also um, that aside. Yeah, I, I, I think if this is true, they'll probably they probably will sit it down and say, look, come on. We, we, this ain't the way that we do it. I know you're excited, but um <laughs> At the same time, though, it gives us something to talk about. So, yeah, by all well, means, that's carry it. on. Well, well, that's it. That's it too. And I do think they're good castings. Um, and I think when when you really do look at Lars Mikkelsen and even Menemasud, you look at these guys and you compare like them to Ezra and yeah. to Thrawn. Yeah, you see it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I see it. I go, yeah. I think that. I think actually that makes a lot of sense. 
And I tell you what, though, mate, I I have said this before. They got to get that Ezra thing right. They have yes. to get that Ezra thing right because most of the people that are going to watch this show haven't heard of Ezra. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Ezra Bridger is. Now these are the same people that made the Mandalorian. So I'm 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 really hopeful that they will explain this in to the best of their ability and that people mm-hmm. will get it. But yeah. you know, Star Wars could get weird. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Yes. So, do you know what I mean, Matt? Like it it could get quite weird because you've got to explain Ezra Bridger. Tell like what what is he traveling through time or like what what's the big he, thing? he the was uh, the the space whales took him and Thrawn. Spoilers for the end of Rebels, by the way. It's been out for a long time. The space whales took Ezra and Thrawn uh, into hyperspace somewhere. We don't know where. They just took, everyone thinks it's the unknown regions, but there's no reason for it. It needs to be the unknown regions. It's mm-hmm. somewhere in space they went. In fact, someone who I'm going to uh, affectionately dub as a geek because I don't know who it was actually plotted like well they went this way from Lothal so actually it looks like they headed towards like the mid rim or something somebody actually like plotted oh, it, which wow. is pretty cool um but yeah anyway yeah so Ezra and Thrawn are together on Thrawn's ship somewhere in the, the galaxy my biggest question is how did they survive when all the windows are smashed through hyperspace but um I tell myself that doesn't matter so that they're out there somewhere so they have to explain firstly who's this blue guy Who's right. this for guy? Uh, why are there space whale tentacles? They won't. They won't have those. But yeah, where have they been? What's happened? I'm, I'm sure they're not going to explain rebels, but they are going to explain. Have to explain how this kind of rogue, yeah, it's plot. Like rogue Jedi it's is, plot. is out there. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, again, I won't lie it... to you. I won't lie to you, mate boy. I you know that I love Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. It's probably my favorite animated show um, from Star Wars, but that end does get a bit blurry to me it does it it, it does i think it's almost at the really complicated part of star wars where you're like no it didn't need to be this complicated it doesn't need to be that complex but anyway that is a discussion for another time my 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 top level counter to that without any thinking is that Mm -hmm. if they'd if they were going to tell the story of where they went in animation i don't think it's complicated because it can just be seen as like a spin-off to rebels because Mm -hmm. it's live action uh, and also, animate uh, people. The people who've seen like Rebels will go. Will then see the animated show, which tells where they've been. Because it's live action, then it becomes complicated. Because a lot of people sure. won't have that. Is that uh, so? Yeah, I see. I hear you. It's made complicated by the fact that they're bringing it into live action, and there's a totally different audience. And yeah, sure. but then the people who are going to watch Ahsoka, a lot of them are going to be also coming because hold on, Thrawn and Ezra, sweet. So they've got to also nail the characterizations and what kind of characters we see. Again, what, yeah, hard, how has this changed Thrawn? How has this changed, changed Ezra? You've got to imagine they're going to be different. So I'm here for it, man. And if these castings are right, I'm excited. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. And and talking of kind of that, that production, that side of Star Wars, you know, Dave Filoni, John Favreau in those guys, we trust for our stories. Um, and I really do. We actually got, a Mandalorian poster, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, with oh, yeah. Luke Skywalker and Grogu. Now, this poster came out. Um, it is officially licensed, officially licensed by Lucasfilm, and it is for the uh, 2021 San Diego Comic Con, which is uh, it's another at-home Comic Con, isn't it? Uh, um, I think so, yeah. 
Yeah, so which I think a lot of people have been kind of uh, unimpressed by because San Diego <laughs> Comic Con is debatably the Comic Con oh, of the as long world. As they could do better than they did last year. Last year's one was a bit of a shambles. Yes, so so let's see about that. Um, now we got this poster, Matty Boy. Uh, did you want to describe the poster to the listeners in case no one's seen it? Uh, it is filthy. <laughs> Next yeah. subject. No, it is. Well, like Lukey Boy said, it's uh, it's titled Star Wars Saga Size Matters Not by a guy called Russell Walks, W-A-L-K-S, mm. Russell Walks. And it depicts Luke Skywalker and Grogu. Uh, so it's after Mando uh, season two finale. And it's Luke with his hand out raised, uh, hand raised, mm. stretched out. Sorry. You've got Grogu on a floating platform with his uh, little hand looking up. And there's pieces of a lightsaber. They're building a lights a lightsaber. Not any lightsaber. They're building a yellow lightsaber. They're crafting it. So Luke Skywalker is teaching Grogu how to craft a yellow lightsaber. It's it's and it's like set in this kind of dark background. It might be like a cave or or, or some kind of temple. It looks superb. It looks ethereal. It looks Star Warsy. Um, and it looks like Simon. I want hanging on my wall, mate. It's exciting again. Lucasfilm haven't come out and said there's, there's no intimation that this is going to be a scene in the Mando. So we've got to also make that clear. This isn't them saying, "Look what you're going to get in Mando season three or something." But it's a it's one hell of a poster, dude. He's but, Luke's controlling but, but, this crystal, and it looks wonderful. But Matt, what if it is? Exactly. That, there's that as well, mate. What if it is? What if they're saying actually this is what you're going to look forward to, lads? And ladies and boys and girls and nans and granddads. Look what's, what's coming. In, what's what's interesting as well, something that I took away from this is that um Luke has his lightsaber. Yep. He has his it he has it has on, his on it. The hilt. Has his it. Uh <laughs> it's on his belt and it's just so he's got his green. Yeah. And then yep. they're building what, like a new lightsaber? Yeah, um, yeah. It looks a wee bit like Leia's lightsaber, you know. Ooh, I can't even lie, but it, again, uh, oh, I am a filth bag. But then again, you know, you've got the yellow crystal. Um, it's it's really interesting to see. And Matty boy, what like? Why would they do this? Because they're you've got, evil. You, sh- you've got <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got to ask that question. Why? And and remember, this has been like stamped approval. Bang, bash, bash, bash by Lucasfilm. Yeah. They've gone. Yep. Yeah, all right, we'll do this. Are you joking? Like what? Well, yeah. what, you, obviously, what? Obviously, to get it, so, obviously to sell it at, Ca- at Comic Con, it'd have to be licensed because they won't let any old Tom, Dick, and Harry release what they want. But yeah, they've obviously seen it and be like, you know what? Yep, yeah, we are gonna we are gonna let you sell that, mate. We we like that that much, and we approve this. So yeah, and mate, looking at I'm looking at the hill, and it does look a bit layery, but at the mm. same time, the, the I don't think it's like it's ready. For, it's made for little hands, mate. Yes, I, 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 th- I definitely think you're right. Yellow lightsaber. <laughs> Can you imagine him? <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, mate. I'm telling you, mate. End of the Mandalorian, last oh. ever episode. Little baby Grogu being handed off to a Ray Skywalker. Oh, post English Rose, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, English Rose, um, mate. Come on, Let's yellow lightsabers. That. Come on, Can you know, the two oh. of them. But it's just the idea of him all little because he can barely hold his own weight. Imagine him igniting that saber. But he's got he's got the Grand Master. He's got Jedi and Master Skywalker training him. I mean, even in a galaxy where there were lots of Jedi, there probably wouldn't be any better teachers than Luke. And now 
when mm. he is literally the last Jedi for other than Ezra, Ahsoka, and muddying the waters now. But Luke is the je- last Jedi. Nah, they're going to die, mate. Yeah, they're going. Luke's in a Grogu who's going to turn his lightsaber on by mistake and like fling it at them. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He's going to slice their heads off. But yeah, Luke is. Oh. Uh, he, I love that. Well, well, Ahsoka is no Jedi. She said that. Uh, Ezra, who knows what path he's going to be on? They, they could easily explain this by have Ezra saying, look, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not a Jedi anymore. You know, I've, I've gone past those days, which then canonically means that they've tied it up nicely. Luke is the last Jedi. But to me, he is the last Jedi. And that picture is just like, yes. Oh, it's yes. wonderful, and, mate. Like, it they've is got wonderful. Luke's hair right, him levitating that yellow crystal. And Grogu, and he, he's, you know he loves playing with little little balls and little stuff like that. He's, he, he's loving looking at all those little joints. So, um, oh, it's great. I'm going to ignore you laughing in the background. Hey, boy, you're... Oh, you kill me, mate. But there was another word which I didn't use because we're a family-friendly show, but... No, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just, oh, <laughs> which is the oh, Which is the correct word, but he, like, <laughs> so he likes you playing with little tools and utensils or whatever. Um, yeah. And look at him. He looks so pleased at this looking at it. He's just happy, but Luke's looking like... The look on Grogu's face is like childlike joy, but the look mm. on Luke's face, he's like, we're here for business. You know, he's, he's mm-hmm. almost looking at us as if to say... You want to wait, what see what's coming. It looks so, 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 so good. In fact, it doesn't just look so, 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 so good. It looks so good. Mandalorian. Well, it's mad when we, when we, when we think about the Mandalorian, it does seem crazy. And I think we mentioned this in uh, July's podcast. It does feel like a long way away. Like we don't even have a date for it. it. And I know some people. I think there was that initial confusion of like when they were actually going to start production, when they were filming. A lot of people assumed would get Mandalorian not long after the book of Boba Fett. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm referencing the John Favreau interview on Good Morning America, yep. which was done basically what the morning after the Mandalorian finale Pretty or much, something yeah. like that. It, w- it wasn't long, was it? And uh, yeah, I, th- I-, I actually think that could have been a lot more clear because it-, it sounded like we were going to get Mandalorian season three in like what well, beginning of 2022. Um, yeah. Right it now out it's not in production. We mentioned yeah. on the galactic route around the other week that American cinematographer said it was because Dean Cundy mentioned it was, but it ain't. That was a false report. It's been confirmed now by various sources, including our buddy Bespin, that it's not in production still. You know, they haven't, they haven't started. It's in pre-production, which means they're still writing, they're still getting their stuff together. It hasn't started filming yet. So got to get that out there. Well, that's mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That is mad. Yeah, so we're going to get Kenobi and Andor before. Which isn't bad, is it? And Visions. It's not well. bad. And it, the, Mand- the Mandalorian really is like... Right now, for me, it is like the biggest thing in Star Wars, you know, and I think it is for many, many, many people. And dare I say for many people, and I think, Matty Boy, maybe I'm being too harsh, and I'd love to know what our listeners think, Um, but it's almost carried this franchise, and I don't mean that disrespectfully to the sequel trilogy, but when it comes to pop culture and what what, what is culturally relevant, Mm -hmm. I, I, I really do think The Mandalorian Seasons 1 and 2 really kept star wars in that kind of inner circle of pop culture uh i think so yeah again maybe this is this is a big discussion for another time because i don't want to make a sweeping statement like that and kind of just leave it i just think obviously with with all the yeah i think it's it's a big story for another time but i think with with just with the fallout from the sequels 
And a lot mm. of that also just comes from loud people online. We didn't really have that of the Mando, so it is easy to say that. And I think I think you're right as well, just with what's come out of the Mando. You see more Mando stuff than sequel trilogy stuff, which is annoying because I want more sequel trilogy stuff. But yeah, I'm not going to disagree that's with something there, that's something we cover in the podcast, isn't it? With yes. some action figure releases recently, but you know, <laughs> anyway, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions. Um, but no, it, when it comes to future shows, right? We got some other news that's kind of just popped out. It's come out of nowhere. Um, and we could get some looks and some details, maybe some trailers, maybe some, I don't know, maybe images from an event coming uh, later on in the year, right, Matty boy? Yes, my friend. And we mentioned him already. This has come. This comes from Best Bin Bulletin uh, and his new website, bestbinbulletin.com, a uh, friend of the show and our uh, leaker extraordinaire. He's uh, dropped the news that Destination, or he's, in that he's reported on the news that Destination D23 has been announced and it's going to be happening. It's a three-day event. Uh, running from November the 21st to the 23rd this year. So it's a little mm. bit later this year. It seems like it is to me. Um, and of course, we all remember the last D23. It may have been the last one. Honestly, uh, it was the 2019 one, I think, where they dropped the Kenobi news. They had Ewan McGregor on stage and everyone went, I stayed up for that. And it was, it was just wonderful. Mm. But, um, mm-hmm. what Best Bin is saying is reporting on that. He's kind of been given some, uh, thoughts on what we're going to see. Uh, this year's event and kind of tying it into what he knows about production and that. So um, the four, the four main things that he thinks we're going to get at D23, again, not confirmed, but yeah, as a good guesstimation is he thinks we're going to get a greater look at the book of Boba Fett because mm. he believes it's going to be a trailer out sooner rather than later. Cause it is coming out in less than five months, uh, potential news on rogue squadron production. Cause that will be coming out in 2023. So they're going to have to start that soon. Uh, he also reckons we're going to get some real news now on Ahsoka because that will start going into production. And also some first real news about the Acolytes, maybe some casting, maybe some deeper story uh, uh, ideas. But also, you know, Dave and John are going to be there. So maybe let's get some Mando season three updates. Maybe they can say, right, it's now has gone into filming or this is where it's going to start. This is when it's going to go. Uh, this is when we're looking to release it. So. Some pretty good uh, potential news there to look forward to from D23. If, if we got even half of this, I'd be happy. I think yeah. the book of Boba Fett is is a given. And the more, the more oh, I'm going to get shot for this, the more I say it, the more I think, is that a good title, the book of Boba Fett? But it may, it may all, it may all play mm. out that there is a literal book that belongs to Boba Fett or something. At the minute, it's a really strange title. The more I think about it, the more I see it written down. What book? But. Um, yeah, I really, I, think, I, I really dig it, man. I think I it really sounds like nice. It. It, it's, it's, it rolls off the tongue and it's different. It's not just called like Fett or Boba or something mm. like that. It's, it, it like, it, it works, It's not just but, called Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's or Ahsoka or Orlando. They've given or us something different. Andor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Star Wars Andor. I think. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to get some Book of Boba news. Uh, new Rogue Squadron. I think we'd. I think we'll probably get some light details if anything. Ahsoka and oh, yes, mate. I think we'll get on that. The Acolyte, I think this is the perfect time now to get some Acolyte news because that is going to be coming out also at some point in 2023. I cover a bit about the Acolyte on Jibber Jabber this month. This isn't a Patreon plug this episode, but it, we do. And um, it is, but... Mando Season 3, yeah, like Best Bin said, it's probably the perfect place. Dave and John are going to be in attendance. They, they've got, we've got about four months now until the event. They're going to probably have a bit more information about when they're going to start shooting or at least when it's going to be released. So 
I, th- I think this is um, this is good news. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not brave enough for politics to say that all four of those will oh. come true, but I think majority of that is pretty much a given, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yeah, so I I I think Book of Boba Fett that is a given. I think we'll see a trailer because that is that's got to be like a few weeks out from release. Pretty much, you know, they've said December 2021. Um, well, yeah, this, this seems like it's 23rd of November. Come on. That's like, mm-hmm. it's a few days away in effect. So I wouldn't even be surprised if we got a trailer of some sort, some sort of material before then. Yeah. Um, That's but maybe thinking as well, maybe a D23 exclusive, everything else I'll level with you, Matt and Matty boy. I mm-hmm. think, I think rogue squadron news. Yes. Um, but rogue squadron, I think is on the rocks. That's just my opinion. I have no information on that or anything like that. I just, I would be surprised if that is a smooth production. That's just my opinion right now. Again, maybe a discussion for another time. Um, but I, I, I'm thinking Kenobi and Andor. Acolyte, Mando season three, nah, doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it's going to happen. And I know my boy Bespin has put this stuff, but I I don't think so. A brand is going to push that other products that are coming in with, with like apparently within like six months of November, Kenobi and or, oh. you know, that's what they're going to be pushing. If anything, I don't think they will do anything on the acolyte. I, I, I'd even maybe be surprised if we got like big news on rogue squadron. Maybe, but then again, you know, there was meant to be a celebration. So yep. covering a lot of this stuff, some, you know, maybe there is a lot of things for this and maybe we will get, you know, we were really surprised, weren't we last year with the D23 announcements? Yeah. Um, was it I D23? Think- no, it was shareholder. It was shareholder investor meeting. day. That was, that was about November last year, give or take, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. So, uh, and we were surprised at that. So hopefully mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but, yeah. uh, yeah, let's see, mate. Let's see. I think they're going to prioritize things that are coming out sooner rather than later, but man, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. And I'm looking forward to it. And it's another thing. It's another Star Warsy thing to put in a calendar and go, Oh man, that's going to be happening soon. Can't wait to see that, you know? Oh my, this, this is where the fun begins now. And I, and I, yeah. and I actually mean that as well, <laughs> because we, at the beginning of the year, we said, you know, we, we, we knew we were in a bit of a funk when it came to Star Wars news because Mando had finished we, uh, and we kind of knew, right, things are in production, but there's nothing really we, other than Bad Batch. There's nothing really coming out. That's so true. But now, you know, we, we could potentially, for us anyway, this is wonderful because we're obviously going to, we'll, we'll be covering D23 and any news that comes from it. You can probably guarantee that. But, you know, depending on what the news is, that might then spawn countless shows and all that. It's it's exciting, man. And this is what I love is when we when we, it's almost like the build up. It's like right, what could we get? Um, mm-hmm. But you're right again. Mm-hmm. It depends. It depends on the size of the event that they they want to do for Star Wars. Like you said, the Investor Day. None of us thought we were going to get an a, a announcement that they're doing ten shows. And not only that, mm. the fact that they were then going to tell us what those 10 shows were and announce some of the casting as well, like things like Hayden and people like that coming out. So, uh, and things like the Acolyte, then going in to tell us what it's about. It's, so, you know, with Lando, they didn't really tell us what it's about, but something like the Acolyte, they did. So we got more than true, any of us bargained for on that. But it depends, you know, D, D23, they may only, they may only um, dedicate a little a bit of time to Lucasfilm or it might be a big old event and they might come out and they might bring people out on stage and be like, right, show us, show us something from the first episode of book of Boba. 
right, we we have we, we haven't got Patty Jenkins in, but here's a recorded video she's sent to us. Right. Um. Uh, right. Or, um. Here, here's Leslie Headland talking about again. We may not get much, but we might hear it. We might hear Kathleen Kennedy or whoever's running it in between talking about other things. She might sort of just be like, right. Um. The acolyte, as you know, is being. Uh, headed up by leslie headland what i can tell you now is this is the release date for it we haven't got any story news for you but it's coming out on this date and that's all they need to do and then that then is news if you know what i mean so whilst Mm. i don't think they're going to dedicate a half an hour slot to each each of these i can see them saying you know you know potentially confirming the ezra and thrawn rumor if they haven't already they might do that there or they might give us an update of when we can expect it that's it you know i could Thirty seconds, maybe I can see them doing that. Um, and if John and Dave are in and are in attendance, and they're talking about the book of Boba Fett, if they're up on stage, then I don't see why they wouldn't say about Mando because the two go hand in hand almost, uh, yeah. Boba and Mando. So uh, I'm sure there's some fan art of them literally that's hand it, in hand. That's it. But, I, um, I, I, do you know what? I think you're spot on there, mate. I really do think you're spot on there. And I think when when you look back at the at last year. Right, we got a Mandalorian season two trailer that yeah. actually premiered on YouTube on the fifteenth of September, twenty twenty. Okay. There you, you go. Know? So that is about a month and a half out from a Disney Plus premiere because the Disney Plus premiere for Mando season two was the thirtieth of October. Yes. Um, so you know, month and a half. You 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 know, you are looking at the autumn of 2021 for something Boba Fett, if we're looking Mm -hmm. at, you know, how they did Mando season two. And if anything, it it seems to me, like you said, John and Dave are probably focusing more on other productions right now. So it would make sense that if they're doing something for D23, which maybe boy, I think they will, because as we know, Disney are pushing Disney Plus at the moment. Disney yeah. Plus is in a great place. They've got great numbers. What are they? They hit like their 2024 like goal or something crazy uh, in in like a few years, in a few months. You know, they smashed it out. So, yeah, I think they're just going to try and capitalize on that momentum. Um, so, mate, I, I, I really think we're going to get something this summer. Um, but let's see. And I, by summer, I mean like late August, you know. But it's it's mm-hmm. mad we're in August now. That's it, we, it's yeah. crazy. And Dude. I always start to think, I always start to think, like August, it starts to feel a bit more like Star Wars season. Yeah, You know, man. you've got kind of, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, talking boy. about. You know, the little... <laughs> So yes. I don't know. We're such geeks, man. We're getting excited already, man. <laughs> I know. But oh. there we go. Destination D23, uh, 21st to the 23rd of November. Yes. Um, mate, Lucasfilm have been busy though, haven't they? They have uh, been you busy. Could say that. They've been, uh, there's not just potential actors they've been hiring, eh, mate? No, no, that's it, Matty boy. Not not just actors. Well, Lucasfilm hired uh, YouTuber um, Shamuk, um, who is best known for producing the amazing um, VFX uh, faces and deep fakes for uh, pop culture. So not just Star Wars, but Marvel, other things too, DC products and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but this guy, Shamuk, he is crazy talented because on the 21st of December last year, this is only, what is this, like a few days after the uh, Mandalorian season two literally. finale? It's literally a few days. This guy basically 
from a certain point of view, fixed the Luke Skywalker scene in the Mandalorian oh, scene. I'm literally two. watching it now as you're talking. Uh, me too, me too. Dude. So I'm at the bit where he's obviously lifting his hood and the screen uh, splits into the original versus uh, yeah. Shamuk's work. I'm and about 45 seconds in, so I'm a bit Matt, ahead of you, it, but dude. It, it is so much better. It is so much better. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be hypercritical of the Mandalorian because that, that scene is near perfection for me. For mm-hmm. me, that is one of my favorite moments and scenes in all of Star Wars ever. Yep. But my words, that, that, that deep fake, this YouTuber, Matt, come on. Are you watching that right now? Are no, you watching, I am watching this? It. Like- I do have, I do have one critique coming from a guy, a fat lad sitting down, sipping coffee, doing a podcast, but, um, it, but on top of okay. that, though, dude, it does look, it looks, it, I, I don't want to say infinitely better because that's disingenuous, but right. if I, if, if you show me which one was the Lucasfilm one, I'm going with the one on the right, which is the deep fake because that looks like Luke Skywalker posted Return of the Jedi. That yes, looks it like does. Luke. My only issue is, and I think this may have been done simply for, so you could see it better. The lighting isn't quite right. I think the lighting in the original is better. If you look at how, uh, yes. like Phoenix lit and people like that, the, what the deep fake is, it's a little too bright on his face, too much lighting. However, I think that maybe that was a stone done to show off how good he looks because yes, honestly, I think you're right. This is, this is filth. I mean, Shamrock's got just, just shy of a hundred thousand subscribers on, on YouTube. And this is it. Honestly, it looks, I don't want to come out. I'm not going to come out and say that, you know, this is, this is it. This is, everything's going to be fixed. Now we're in a mm. better place, but I love the fact that Lucasfilm will, will dive into it, find a YouTuber because that isn't a bad thing. Just because you're on YouTube doesn't mean you haven't got the talent. This guy is a serious talent who just happened to, uh, who had to showcase his stuff on YouTube and it has worked. So if anything, it sends a message to all the other creators out there that if you, if, if you are good enough or if you believe you've got that talent, then, you know, you will get hot. You can potentially get hired by the, these big companies, mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if you put your stuff out there. So don't be afraid to get your stuff out there. Well, um, what's interesting, right, is that this video has 3.2 million views. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a deep fake video. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? Yep. I think it says a lot because, because <laughs> it's this was a huge scene. This was such a huge scene and it was such a big deal across pop culture. You know, the whole, the whole world was talking about it for like a day or two. It shocked the internet and people adored it. And this video comes out days after Matty Boy. This isn't even, this isn't even like Six a month's later. work or do you know what I mean? Like imagine if he was given that time. Yes. Um, and do you know what? I may, I've got to congratulate Lucasfilm. For going out and just hiring this guy, going yeah. like, "Yep, yeah, okay, he's absolutely smashed it. Let's just let's just give him a job." Exactly. That is amazing, and I think that is probably for someone like Shamuk, for this guy, this talented guy. That's the dream, and more power to him. You know, congratulations to him because that, and also, yeah, Lucasfilm. It's great that Lucasfilm has maybe the humility to do that. The humility yeah. to go, well, this guy has done a better job, debatably, but, you know, you and I are in agreement, mate, boy. Yeah, the, fixed, yeah. the eyes have been fixed exponentially. The eyes oh, look... It's unreal. the eyes. It's yeah. the eyes. The mouth, the mouth, they've got to work on that. But, that, he, but with Shamuk's going to have 
he's going to be able to have all the because it's ILM who have really hired him, of course. But it's fine. Yeah, Lucas sure. And, yeah, he's going to have all the tools at his disposal now he could ever want. Now, do you think that they are going to go back and update the Luke scene yep. on Disney Plus? You, yeah, Without, you think I think they, they will. will. I think people have said they will because I, I think they've been sort of subtly touching up the how Tarkin looks in Rogue One. Uh, I think it looks different. It, to me, it might just be my eyes, but it always looks a little bit different on Disney Plus to how it looks on the Blu-ray that I've got or when I originally saw it. And and again, why shouldn't they? I mean, it, it, mm. it's out there now. Mm. They're not changing the scene. They're just using the, they're doing the Lucas and just using the technology, but this time they're using it subtly to tweak, um, to make the experience better for when you go to see it. So I think, I think they will do. Um, and I think mm. Shamuk will be, will be asked to, to do that as well. Um, it, well, it, it looks great, and I'm so glad that, like you say, Lucasfilm and ILM have, you know, they, they've 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 got their finger on the pulse. They've seen that this dude has can do it, and they don't care wh- what his background is. They don't care. Oh, he's just a quote unquote YouTuber. Oh, they're not talented. They haven't got the credentials. No, they haven't. They don't see it like that. They see it the right way. That if you've got the talent, it doesn't matter what your platform is. We want you, mm. and that is a mm. huge, huge thing for creators out there to know that. You know, their work could one day land them a dream job uh, if, if they just put themselves out there. Well, you know, there are those guys who are like, man, I remember Star Wars, you know, before the special editions, yeah. before <laughs> before McClunky. You know, that's going to be us. We're going to be yeah, like, I oh, yeah. I remember when Luke Skywalker's face was like, oh, it looked like it was all mashed up and everything. <laughs> before <laughs> Shmook. Yeah, before Shmook's yeah. special edition. Part. That's it. <laughs> we, we remember Blue Jeans Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they oh, shout out to Blue Jeans Guy. Before they edited out, you know. Uh, um, remember when Cobb Vanth hair didn't move, but now Shamook's going to sort that out. <laughs> oh, that still gets on my nerves. Yeah. That still gets on my nerves. That- and mine, because I have to see, every time I see that scene, I think of you in my ear saying, look at his hair. It's not very good, is it? You're like, get off well, my shoulder. Well, it's not that it's hair. His hair is absolutely uh, incredible, but it's it's the it's the fact that they're the guys are on these two speeder bikes. What are they doing? Like hundred <laughs> miles an hour, and they're just having a normal conversation. Like, yeah, so um, this is how I got out the uh, got out of this situation. They they're just having a normal conversation. It's I like, know it should be no. That's not other. what would that's not what would happen. Um, anyway, I'll get off my uh, I'll get off my high horse. But no, I, I'd horse, say. I'm going to say congratulations to Schmuck. What an yep. absolute king. Uh, but also to Lucasfilm. I think that is a great, great transfer. Best, best transfer of the, uh, football transfer window, without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> it is free, free track. Well, a free transfer, probably a decent signing on fee as well. So yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Nice one, Shamuk. You, uh, you very much deserve that. And congratulations that your hard work has, has paid off for how you wanted it to. So, um, speaking of hard work paying off. Uh, we've got some very, very spicy news. This news is smoking hot. And it's uh, it came from The One Show, which is a, a topical show on the BBC here in the UK every day. Um, Fiona Shaw, she was on there recently. She's interviewed about her involvement in an upcoming Star War. But, you know, I, I don't want to convolute the waters to confuse you by uh, trying to tell you what she said. So let's hear from Fiona Shaw herself about her involvement in an upcoming Star Wars show and see if you can understand this as as well. Star Wars series called Andor. Am I saying it right for a start? Andor? Yes. It's an Andor series and um, it's about uh, people called Andor, of which I am one. And uh, the main part, of course, uh, is... 
is is that marvelous Mexican actor, and uh, he plays the hero who 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 runs around as Diego La Luna, and he's he has adventures in space. It's set well before the Star Wars series, so it's a prequel to Star Wars. Gosh, you got, you get a lot of variety, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Uh... Trying to work out now. So Fiona Shaw is in Andal, of which she is one. Uh, it's about Andal. It's about a Mexican guy who runs around as Diego <laughs> Luna. Bless old Fiona. I I think Fiona was put on the what? spot there, and she's like NDA was just in her face. I think someone was. So they had, they had a member, and Lucas' employee was just in the corner of her, corner of her room, just shaking his head like, "Yeah, you dare screw this up." So. Uh, Fiona Gun to Shaw, her face. Gun exact, to her face. Exactly. Right. Had a blaster to her face. And uh, Fiona Shaw, a uh, wonderful Irish actress from, uh, in, uh, as most British actors, from Harry Potter. She's in Killing Eve and uh, True Blood and many, of, many, many, many other things like Fleabag. Um, she is in Andor, but she may have dropped uh, a little bomb there by saying that she is an Andor, mm, is what mm. I got from that. So uh, is this like a relative of Cassini or... What's going on with this, mate? But yeah, you, see, we, we all we all have a bit of bants about the um, about the interview because you know, however you want to dress it up, it was hilarious. But um, Fiona did she drop that she's an Andor, mate? Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. It's um, it's yeah, it's a bit of a mess of an interview. Bless her. Uh, we did actually get um, a little tagged into a post actually by our boy Vikesh. Yes. Um, who let us know that this, this had happened because I think it was someone else who was based in the UK, uh, who recorded this. And because I don't watch one show, uh, I'm not sure if you do. But, uh, um, I, no, I can't say. If, if it's on in the background, I may cast a right, glance, right. I, I sat down and watched it with a cup of tea. It's one of those. It's one of those. So yes, um, it was a bit messy. Good, good old Fiona Shaw. But yeah, is she an Andor? Maybe. I, 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 but I wouldn't be surprised if she was just saying, well, I'm, she meant to say I'm a rebel. Like Andor is a rebel. I'm a rebel. Yeah, um, maybe. But yeah, it could be family. And that's actually what I, that was the first family. impression I got is that, well, hey, oh, family. Um, Fast <laughs> and Furious, isn't it? So your favorite, your favorite uh... ever um yeah so good so good um yeah i think mm, it's a bit of a mess i i i think what if it is his mum and we see she's in one of the earlier scenes and we see her family his family like killed or something yeah potentially his he was uh a separatist his family were separatists in the clone Mm. wars so there's i hope they not explain that's the wrong word explore that somewhat like um or even just mention it in a line like you know you know i was a separatist and now because he still the rebels are essentially still separatists they're still fighting against the uh as far as i'm concerned they they pretty much are they're separatists from the empire they're they're the terrorists how cool would that be how cool um, would that be flashbacks young cassian i think i think we're gonna get that as well i do i don't know how but uh, like I, 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 i don't know to what extent but i think we will do i think um i think with a show like this a spy thriller and so now that we know where can cassian andor ends up in rogue one or how he ends up i think that this episode is a good way of kind of using how we know he dies spoilers to kind of build his character up so show us show us cassian like, like they did in mando quick flashbacks of him as a kid so mm. and then we because in, in our subconscious we're like oh that, that kid grows up to go and you know get the death star plans and it all 
kind of builds up his character and our kind of empathy and um and care for the character because the mm-hmm. big question is mm-hmm. you know we've mm-hmm. got to care for this character i love diego luna and i love cassian andor but we know his story his end game so what are the stakes gonna be oh. so if they make them emotional by showing us his his family and the fight that he has gone through you know some of us have been in this fight since he was six years old all right mm. show us not all of it because you, you know me and i know know you we don't need everything, every line spoot fed to us. Like, do you remember that line he said? Let's see an hour's episode based on that one line he said in that sh- film. No, just, just but like the Mando did so well. Little flashbacks to when Mando was um, collected by Death Watch. Obviously, we saw his parents were killed by the battle, super battle droids. They could do that mm. in Cassian, mate. They can do that. And I think I think they will do. But uh, it was interesting for, for Fiona to say that, you know, she was an and or, uh, you know, may- maybe she is. Maybe she's, and if so, that's pretty cool. I'd like to see how that how that plays in. It's just nice to get some kind of news from the the story of Andor rather than you know the production of it. Like we know where it's been shooting everywhere. It's nice to maybe get a little bit of insight into what's going on, you know, in front of the camera. Yes, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it, man. The more yep. we talk about Andor, the more the especially i think yourself like the the way you've spoken about it it yes. really has got me on board it really has got me on board mate uh so yeah thank you um there has been some other news in the galaxy and i feel like this has kind of been a bit low key like okay. oh oh like, disney plus oh marvel <laughs> um no this kind of been it's gone under the radar a wee bit like the first time i found out about this was on our discord server uh, i'm gonna plug that quickly if you fancy being on a like a huge geeky star wars group chat dm mm-hmm. us and we can send you the link to our discord server it's free mm-hmm. anyone can join uh, uh, as long as you're a cool guy and you you know abide by the rules and stuff um it's really good fun in it so anyway anyway the, a lot of our guys were talking about uh, a show that just dropped on disney plus talking about the disney plus uh disney parks and it was a star wars episode i believe it's called disney imagineering Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a show that, that, that premieres on Disney Plus. They do different episodes on different topics. And there was a Star Wars one, Star Tours and Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Um, Matty boy, I, st- I, I put this on and I kid you not afterwards. I was like, right. When can I get to a Disney park? ASAP. Oh, wow. I um, want to go to Disney Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland, so, Disney World so much, man. Honestly, man. Honestly, it was very, very good. I don't want to do too many spoilers on it, but honestly, it, it was absolutely incredible. The production is very typically, uh, I've got to be careful here, but no, no, I don't actually, I don't. It's my podcast. So <laughs> it's our <laughs> podcast. So, uh, well, it's, it's a typical like American documentary style reality doc. Like, so what they do is, is they'll get someone in to explain something, but before they've even finished their sentence, they edit something else in and over, yeah. and suddenly the narrator comes in and explains something else. And it's like, guys, just let the guy speak. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> let them. And there's like loads of, you can see they've got probably hours and hours and hours of footage, and they've stripped it down to the bare minimum and just like made it a little bit bubblegummy. Very, it's very Disney, quote unquote Disney. Yeah. Yeah, so that is a bit annoying. I find that a bit annoying, but I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that just wouldn't notice. Um, it goes into the history of Star Tours 
it's so interesting, Matt. It is so interesting how they develop this. Um, and I, I'm ashamed to say I've never actually been on Star Tours. I have been to Disney World. I went to Disney World for two days, mm-hmm. um, and we didn't go to the Hollywood Studios, um, oh. we, which is where I wanted to go to, but I went in a big group, and yeah. the, the group voted to go to Animal Kingdom. Uh, so mm, not a bad. Uh, still not a bad substitute, but man, yeah, I'm not Hollywood stuff, bro. Me, mate, me too. And if it were, if it were now, I probably would have won, like won it over. But at you'd the have, time, you'd have fought them. That's why. Yeah, and they, I'll be. I'll just be honest, my boy. I didn't grow up going to Disney or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That was just like uh, that was a pipe dream. <laughs> you know, I went so- to Disney when I was five, and that's uh, and that was. Um, I went with my parents' family and my, my nan and granddad uh, took us really, and that was um, and I was like five years old, so I have memories of it. Uh, but since then, I've been to Disneyland Paris about mm. eight years ago. Uh, it was good fun, great. Uh, Space Mountain that- was closed as usual, but it was good. I liked it. Ah, there we go, there we go. So yeah, there's because that's annoying as well, isn't it? That's some, the unreliability of it. Because exactly. again, I've never been to Disneyland Paris either. But you know what? Actually, on my latest journal, me and Isaac do a little chit chat on Disneyland Paris because he is like a proper Disney geek. So, yes, and he and he's on the he, he he knows a lot of stuff. He knows a lot of stuff Disney related. So that's interesting. Go listen to that. Patreon.com forward slash Star Sessions. Uh, so mate, uh, honestly, strongly recommend it some more star wars content up on disney plus i just wish that you know like with netflix netflix gets to know you as a user yes yeah it gets to know you as a user and it suggests things based on your interests and it's like with disney plus that is like non-existent that does not happen i like how come i had to find out about this on my on on our discord server as opposed to Disney telling you, telling me, oh, by the way, you might like this. There's an episode of this that's, you know, it just seems a bit mad, to be honest. But there we go. No, I hear you, mate. Um, work on your algorithms better, Disney. We're telling you what to do. Hire us. We'll do yeah, it come on. But um, if we get to uh, if we get to a thousand patrons by the end of August, we'll go and do a show at Galaxy's Edge. So uh, if you want it, it's all on you guys. It's all on you guys. Make it happen. Make it so. Oh, it, 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 by the way, it's called Behind the Attraction. That's the name. It's called right. Dis- Disney's uh, Behind the Attraction. Glad you Go watch it. That. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got the. I, I thought it was called something else, Imagineering. But yeah, Behind the Attraction Disney Plus. Go watch it. And that concludes this week's Galactic News Round. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Woo! Right, so it's time to uh, yeah shake off the old morning cobwebs, because we've parked the Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question is, shall we? Ah, uh, let's do it. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. So we do each week for our new listeners and for those who have been there since day one. We sit down with the greatest listeners in the galaxy, which is every single one of you. And we have a couple of Kef beers, even if it is uh, midday. Uh, and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week, we wanted to hear what you thought about those Ezra and Thrawn rumours. 
Yes, absolutely. And as per usual, we got some spicy replies and comments and reactions across social media. Uh, Gordon Brown opens up with this comment who says, Good call here. Thrawn could well be a mighty character in live action going forward. Pleased with that photo. As well as... uh, uh, Oh, hang on. As you well know, lads, uh, it's all down to... The execution, yes, that's right, Gordon. <laughs> shout out to Gordon Brown, Brown. Shout out to Gordon Brown. Yes, uh, nor- Chancellor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nor how Queller said Oof. yes to both of the castings uh, there, and Sammy Cudmore said yes. I've been waiting for ages, or I've been saying for ages that Lards needs to play Thrawn. Ori does not simply replace that epic voice. Ori? In sort... What does it say? <laughs> it says one. Does it? It's a, uh, man. It's staying in. Man. Ori yeah. was in The uh, Hobbit, though. I thought... We're, we're on a Google document, aren't we? I thought it said that. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. Ori, oh, oh. Ori and whatever the other Hobbit... Uh, the dwarf in the hobbit was called Do you know so what it, it was there was a little there was a little i don't know what's going on today there was like a little speck on my laptop that <laughs> said i thought it said ori yeah ori of course why would it say do you know what i started playing this game on the xbox game pass around my brother-in-law's it's called it ori or something and it is amazing it's a really cool game anyway uh sorry sammy i've completely destroyed your comment mate one does not simply replace that epic voice i do you know what um I think you're spot on, Sammy. Like, I and I wouldn't be surprised if that's part of the casting decision because, like, the the voice has become so iconic with yep. Lars doing it. I, I don't know. I think it would be a real challenge, and it's just one of those things where you're like, well, the dude can act, and you could definitely like you just look at him and you're like, yeah, Thrawn, that could work. Yep. That could work. You know why not? Why not? So. There we go. Sorry for butchering all your comments, guys. But, you know, this is the way. This is live, kind of. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for that, uh, guys and gals. Next up, we've got the Ebon Hawk podcast. Lads said, it's happening. We may as well say it. LOL. So they're pretty confident oh. this is happening. Fowls of a 95 said, I can't help but wonder if someone at Disney or Lucasfilm is having a giggle if Maynard Masood is cast as Ezra, given how one of the first Rebels memes was how Ezra looked a lot like Aladdin. Yes, mm. um, it would be um, some nice symmetry poetry and rather Edenic, if that was to be the case, Falsifer. Uh, and what a name. Isaac Crawfish said, Thrawn's actual name kind of sounds like Gandalf's name that the elf lady calls him. Well, the elf lady, show us some respect, Galadriel. Uh, she, uh, yeah, Myth- Mithrandir is uh, Gandalf's... Um, other name actual name uh but mm. yeah thrawn's uh name is one which i would really like luke to pronounce and live on air he is going to try and pronounce this now it's in the chat for you mate what is that it's in the chat That's, um what is this gandalf's name no this is thrawn's actual name are you joking this no, is, is grand admiral like since uh, back in the old zahn days Okay, um, let me just read it. Mithron, Mithron Nurado, Nurado, Mithron Nurado. Are you going to go with that one? Mithron, Mithron, Mithron. Nurado. Mithron Nurado. It's because, hang on, let me, let me, oh, is, did you just say the? <laughs> no, I don't know how to say it. 
<laughs> I think you're right. I think it's Mithron Neurodo. Oh, here we go. Neurodo. spelling. Starwars.com has actually told you how to spell it. Timothy Zahn has actually told you. It is, it's Mithronuruodo. Mithronuruodo. Oh, okay. Yeah, we kind of said that. that we kind of said that. D-O. To me, that's do. So would that be Mithronuruodo? Mm, I don't know. Well, there that's we go, so. guys. <laughs> yeah, what a bad scene. Hey, if you didn't know, now you know. That's it. Just stick with Mithran there. It's much easier. So, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. We, we, did get a, we did get a bunch more comments. Uh, some agreeing, some vehemently disagreeing with these castings. But we're here for all of the opinions. Keep them civil, though. Uh, keep them above board. Uh, so if we didn't get to you this week, we will try and get you on to another edition of The Band Tina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. It is the <laughs> spiciest part of the uh, but Bantina. The Patreon questions. Oh man, uh, we have got some mad ones this week. Uh, to start us off is our boy Jimmy Adams with this spicy voice message. Let's hear it. Hey, Luke and Matt. Hope all is well. It's Jimmy from Kansas. Uh, we're a little less than a month away from school starting back up. Uh, so my brain has started gearing back into teacher mode. I always try to spruce up my lessons with um, a lot of pop culture references to pull the kids in. Uh, Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter, etc. Um, anyways, I try and show the kids how most of the stories and ideas from the TV shows and comics and things that they love actually stem from actual history. Um, I use Star Wars to teach civil rights lessons, showing the kids the cast of the original Star Wars movie, and then showing them the cast of Rogue One, asking what the difference is and if it was a product of its time. Um, always starts a good conversation. I was wondering if you guys had any favorite Star Wars moments that mirror history or themes or ideas. Um, anyways, keep up the great work. Thank you for all that you have done and will do for our Star Wars fans. And again, love this community. Um, May the force be with you, Jimmy from Kansas. Wow, what a great question there, Jimmy. Thanks for sending that in, mate. And uh, yeah, we know over in the States, a lot of the schools are starting to re reopen now, aren't they? So I hope that goes yes. well, mate. May the force be with you. Um, Matty boy, what are you thinking to Jimmy's spicy question there, mate? Well, the first thing is, how lucky are Jimmy's students to have Jimmy as their teacher? First, no, he's a tank man. And he's a lad. Uh, and he gets the pop culture in as well. So, um, <laughs> lucky, lucky students, I say. Uh, but yes, they are going back. So, uh, all the best. And I hope it's a safe return for everyone. Uh, do I have his favourite Star Wars moment that mirrors history or themes? Uh, well, of course, uh, to be honest, when, when I heard this, I was like, this in itself is a main discussion because there's so many. And there are very obvious allusions to um, mm. modern history. Sadly, none of them particularly... Uh, good or positive, but the one uh, I'm going to I'm going to eschew the obvious one to, for the, for the, to start with, or for my main one, and it's the Jedi Council themselves. Um, I love the fact that the Jedi Council are clearly the Knights of the Round Table, or the you know the Knights Templar. Um, mm. There were twelve knights. There are twelve members of the council. Um, the the Templar were they were the they were seen as the deities. They weren't just knights. They were the masters. 
uh, because because they they got it. They were they were more pure. They were more dedicated. Um, so uh, that that was pretty cool. I think the fact that they uh, based them on the Jedi Templar and the the Knights Templar were also wiped out as well uh, in a in a coup by uh, mm. King Philip the Fourth, French geezer. So uh, it's not the obvious one because there are quite a few. Uh, we know that Lucas wasn't subtle when it came to mirroring real life events or themes or factions. But uh, for me, I always found it interesting that the Jedi Council, as far as I know and as far as I can see, were based off of the the Knights Templar of um, of centuries gone by. So uh, that for me is what I'm going to go with, mate. Man, that's a great choice. There's so much of this in the prequels that. It, there's so much attention to detail well jimmy i've got kind of like a few answers i'd say the general but it, i mean it all comes down to the general kind of uh, political mirroring or the the political yeah. landscape uh that happens in the real world that kind of translates into star wars for example you can easily uh compare the uh, empire versus the rebellion i you know the original trilogy as uh, let's say the first world war and how that kind of led to the first order and the resistance the second world war that's one of my favorite things and that's one of the things i'd explain a lot to people going into the force awakens uh that seemed like the most natural analogy but you could do it with other things too like world war ii going into the cold war you can see how all of these things you know affect one another um the other thing again prequel related uh really loved the formation of the republic the senate the politics even some of the names valorum it's very latin influenced so it's clear that that's almost a take from the roman uh, republic the roman senate mm-hmm. roman uh, well i say democracy but yeah you, democracy that, democracy but yeah that's very that echoes a lot of roman history and even with the fall of rome you can can kind of compare it to the fall of the republic it kind of imploded on itself because it got weaker and weaker and weaker um and i think one of the most obvious ones and something a lot of people write about, a lot of people have compared, is that the original Star Wars, 1977, um, it, the, the, the big kind of plot device in it, there's, there's many, uh, but the, one of the big ones, the literal big one, is the Death Star, right? Which is, of course, a super weapon. Yep. Now, we live in a completely different time now. There are international tensions, of course, mm-hmm. but... In the 70s, it was the West versus the the communists. It was capitalism versus communism. And USA, USSR. And so super weapons was really at the forefront of so many people's minds. You know, when you think that nuclear weapons and nuclear warfare really was almost a real option for so many people. So that's huge political commentary. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just to have a literally a huge Death Star blowing up a planet is like, yeah, it's it's scary. It's yeah. scary, but it can be defeated. You know, that's not just the answer. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's there's so many Jimmy that that is an episode on itself, and I may nick that idea. Yeah, I uh, think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to. Obviously, the Vietnam parallels are obvious. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, Order sixty six. You got the Night of the Long Knives, which was uh, basically oh. um, Hitler. Mm-hmm. Basically, in a nutshell, wiped out any kind of rivalry to solidify his position uh, of power 
and meaning obviously the events of World War Two could go ahead alongside yes. Göring and Himmler and that. There's there's Order sixty six all over that, my friend, and it's a terrific uh, real life event as usually was when it came to those people. Um, however, you know Lucas used that uh, or was influenced by that for Order sixty six. So uh, Order sixty six took influence from a lot of uh, dark places. But I think mm. this, this is an episode within itself and a probably a very interesting one too, Geese. Yeah, definitely, mate. Let's bookmark that. Let's put that on the old Google Drive's uh, shared it. spreadsheet. Yeah, you, you're a teacher, Jimmy. You, you get it, don't you? You know what I mean? Of course you do. Uh, yeah, of course you do. So, Jimmy, nice one, mate. Uh, next one is then, uh, also, guys and girls out there, what's, do you have a favourite Star Wars moment that mirrors history? We may or may not drop that as a social post, but why not get why not get your ideas in early? You may get a spot on the show if you do. So, um, oh. Next one comes from somebody I know. Heard of him. Sean Hudson, brother. DNA shared. Uh, he said, cosplay. I see a load of amazing cosplay stuff online. I've never done it myself, but wow, some of the costumes, makeup job, and just general effort going into it is just so good. Question one If you could choose any Star Wars character, who would it be and what would you wear? So if we could pick up cosplay for ourselves, who would it be and what would we wear? And question two, here we go. If you could choose an outfit for each other or a character, who would it be? so luke who would you who could you see yourself cosplaying as and who would you make me cosplay as man um immediately i'm leaning toward like prequel (laughs) obi-wan yes immediately just (laughs) because just because or it'd be something like dash render or something like something a bit more out there something (laughs) that we would you'd have to really like work on to get right uh for your outfit but yeah, and I'm I'm really I'm really vibing with Shadows of the Empire at the moment. You are, boy, but that is that is a discussion for another time. We yeah. we, we don't have to say that a lot, but that's that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. We can't fit everything content into one for days. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, right, and if I could choose an outfit f- um, or character for each other, who would it be? So for you, Mayboy, who would I choose? I don't know, man. I think Mayboy would actually be pretty good for a stormtrooper i'll take that mate <laughs> I, I honestly i think you would for a helmet the only the only thing is i've gone to a party before with like a kylo ren helmet on mm-hmm. on me on me noggin and it's weird how people do interact with you yeah. but then that's it you, you're not getting any other interactions apart from like immediate reactions like people just kind of glaze over you a little bit it's actually a really weird feeling and you're quite social and i'm i'm quite social oh, you are, yes. it's it is super odd it is a super odd experience so that's why i actually lean away from that kind of thing mm-hmm. so maybe something else maybe maybe a jedi or um <laughs> or something really crazy maybe we could do you like as a uh tauntaun or something oh yeah you know i thought they smelled bad on the outside yeah, you could go around like playing that on, yeah, like, on your phone all day. <laughs> yeah, like, wash for a week. Yeah, yeah. just for that real lived-in cosplay experience. Yeah, of course, of course. What about you, mate? What are you thinking? Um, oh, if I could be a, this is a tough because I'm my um, my heights, and I'm only a squat fellow. I'm thinking, who could I be that I could do justice to? And of course, yes, Jabba the Hutt would obviously fit my fit my shape. But you know what? I'm going to go outside a little bit outside the box. I will, I'm, I'm going to cosplay as Constable Zuvio. The uh, the lesser known and lesser seen Constable Zuvio from the Force Awakens because uh, Wikipedia tells me he's one point six meters tall, which re- translates to about five foot three. Now I'm a couple of inches tall; I'm about five six. So 
He's about the same height as me. Or is it a he? It is a male. About the, uh, Cayuso. About the same height as me. Uh, I, I get to wear a, a, a hat, a helmet. I get to cover some of my face. So you get that anonymity. But I'm not fully covered. So I'm still in there somewhere. Um, plus, it would be great to represent a character who's only ever seen on the shelves of toy shops now. Because <laughs> he wasn't in the film. Uh, plus, mm. his, his colours pop, man. He's, it's kind of like this purple and teal. It looks the part. So Matt, I, li- Matt, I like Matt. wearing purple as well, mate. Matt. Hang on. I think we're missing something here. Oh, you cool. should cosplay as George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, I can't grow a beard like George, oh, yeah. but I can eat well, like no, George. You'd have to, you'd have to like, get a wig and get like a beard and stuff, but then you'd get like put a pillow you know, around your tummy and then a big shirt and then like jeans with the, like a6 or whatever he wears. That's it, like, yeah, or something, that's it. Yeah, and then like walk around like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. some noodles from like the uh, from the food court. Yeah, uh, Matt, that would be sick, mate. That would be <laughs> so you good. Imagine that. We'll try that one day. Then my hair is going greyer thanks to being a father. So uh, there is a chance I may not even need to dye it. But um, we'll just, okay then, Constable Zuvio or George Lucas pre Papanoida days. And uh, for <laughs> Luke, I mean, we've I've said it on before. Who here can't imagine Luke running around as Cal Kestis? Yeah. Who cannot? Who who's going to go and play Jedi Fallen Order after this episode and not think, damn, that looks like Luke Bly. I'm playing as Luke Bly. So right, imagine Lukey Boy in the Cal Kestis. Like, obviously, Poncho is optional. You can choose whichever Poncho you want. But imagine Lukey Boy as Cal Kestis with little uh, BD1 on his shoulder. Man, come on. How cool. How cool. I could be Grease in that case. I could be little Grease and you could be Cal. We've got Mate, our cosplay for the convention. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Greasy money, crazy baby. Fun. Yeah, Greasy money. Burr, burr. Oh, I love that. I love that game so much. Um, uh, so Cal uh, uh, and Grease. I've already yeah, I've done it now. So um, there's our cosplayers. So, uh, Sean, you didn't answer the question for yourself. So we want to know yours and everybody else's. But uh, thank you for that, mate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Sean. Yes, spicy natter. Uh, and to finish us off in the Patreon questions, we got a cheeky voice message from the Belgian Bond. It's Dumske. Let's hear it. Hello, boyos. In this month's Patreon question, I'd like to ask... All right, Oprah, get out of here. Well, you heard her. You get a car, or rather a ship. I'd love a Karelian YT-1000. How about you guys? Perhaps Nubia, no? Stay spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Nubian! Nubian! Belgian! Matty boy, what are you saying to Dimsky's naughty question? That that cheeky little Belgian... Uh, a handsome man um firstly if anyone out there is great on animation please can you uh, fl- uh put uh dimsky in the classic james bond opening where he walks forward on the side that turns to shoot please make that as dimsky and i will pay you in uh gratitude uh what would i say uh the fir- my first thought was um i would obviously have dryden voss's yacht the the narrow and classy yacht, because that's a bit of me you know I mean, up the top there, living it large with that fella in a jar singing, the cocktails, the colo colo clawfish and all that, the Mandalorian armor. That's a bit of me. That's how I see myself as a high flyer when really uh, I'm not. I really am the guy in the jar. But um, 
other than that though it's another fallen order reference i really like the stinger mantis mate i really like that it's a uh s161 stinger xl uh transport ship i really like that because you've got to me it's practical it's, you've got the living area you've got the terrarium you've got a kitchen and an eating area you've got that kind of communal area down the bottom where they all sit um and you've got the holopad uh, and you can deck it out in as many uh, colors as you want like the color schemes you can get on fallen order a boss and I've, i i think the stinger mantis is one of the more underrated ship designs of this new era i think it's great mm. mate uh, so i'm mm. gonna go for um the the stinger xl luxury yacht which was piloted by my boy greasy money so uh that's mine what greasy about you money and buy and buy. <laughs> um right I'll, I'll just go for a uh, VCX 100 light freighter, mate. Ooh, yes. So, anyway, on with the next bit of the show. No, that's basically that is the, that's that's the ghost from Rebels. <laughs> I love that ship, and I think I think its design is so Star Warsy. It really stands out to me. It is one of my favourite designs. I adore the Razor Crest, but I'm going to go with the Ghost. Yeah, yep. I'm going to go with the Ghost. So. That's Shout what me. I reckon, mate. Yeah, great question, though, Dimsky, you naughty boy. Yeah, Dimsky from a yacht on the Mediterranean, I imagine. Thank you very much for that, mate. Uh, yeah, again, we want to hear all your answers to that. Moments in history which were relative to Star Wars or Star Wars and Nicked. What, what are your favourite ones? Cosplay. Who are you going to cosplay as? Who would you like to see us cosplay as or other members of the Sessions community? And yeah, if you could own a Star Wars ship, if you, were, if you had the credits, which one would you pick? So we'd love to hear your thoughts. And thank you for everyone who... Who uh, does send in their their answers to these questions week on week? So thank you for that. However, that is that bartender. Sorry about the mess. Our time in the bantina is up again for another week. But you know we're going to be back again for another stint in the bantina next week. Ladies and gentlemen. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Game! Yeah, that's right. It is the Star Wars Sessions Game. Uh, every week we finish off the show with a fun game. This week it is my turn to host. Matty Boy, are you ready to know what you're playing, mate? I am ready. It's it's a timeless game, and we love it here at the Sessions. It is 20 questions. Oh, who, I'm so bad at this. Who am I? Matty Boy, you have 20, 20 questions to ask to figure out who on earth am I. Uh, go and play the music. and Yeah, no, play the music, and then you can go. Uh Let's do it. Come on, Matty boy. First uh, question. Right. Uh, first question, 20 questions. Uh, everyone knows yeah. historically I'm awful at this. Um, yeah, come on. Are you, are, you, are you a character? A, a character in the films? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, okay. Um, are you, a, re- are you uh, a real life actor or actress? No, I'm not. Oh, um, oh no! Uh, <laughs> so you're not in the you're not a character in a film, and you're not an actor or an actress. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, I'm already lost. Uh, are you male? I am. Yes. So you are a male. Uh, are you an alien? No, I'm human. Oh, um, okay. So, you, so you're a male human. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. So you're a male human who 
Um, isn't in the films. Mm. Uh, are you in the games? No, I'm not. Good question. Um, are you in animation? Yes. Okay, so you're a male human in animation. Star yeah. Wars Rebels. Yes. Are you Ezra Bridger? Yes! Mayboy! <laughs> hey Mayboy! That was only eight. That's yes. like that's very unhudson of you, mate. What's that going is, on? That is, uh, yeah, that's that's not good. I, I feel like we should have, we should re- recount the votes or something because that yeah. wasn't right. That's good news, <laughs> mate. I'll take that. Eight out of twenty. Usually, I don't get. Well, I, I usually I fail, so I'll take yeah. that happily. Oh no, that was really de- that was really good. There was at one point I was like, "Oh no, we're we're gonna spiral out of control again." Uh, at least we're flying half a ship. Uh, well done, my boy. Very good. And that was quick, mate. That was quick. Good yes. job. Good job. Good, good job. job. Thank you, mate. Uh, I, I, I'd like to thank my friends, my family, Blado Ren, George Lucas for the honour there. But no, thank you, mate. For the first time in forever, first time ever, I've managed to. D- uh, defeat 20 questions so yes. I'm happy with that one mate and uh, I'm also happy with this episode sad to say though that that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions 1, 2, 4 but the fun doesn't end there no one's ever really gone where can the world find us Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk look us up on social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook TikTok will be there just search Star Wars Sessions uh, do you feel like appearing on the show well send us a voice note or a message to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk yeah we're on anchor fm spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher tune in everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast you'll find us there and if you love the sessions please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com it's the imdb for podcasts it's awesome we're there so drop us a five-star review if you have the time. It really helps us out, helps us grow, gets more listeners in. Plus, we get to speak to you guys each and every week because of it. So thank you. Get those Apple podcast reviews in, you bunch of sickheads. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, <laughs> tell Lars Mickelson, tell your yes. Ewok, tell your cousin the more the merrier, the castle spicier. Yes, Terwesa Bridger, who was the answer of 20 questions this week. And this is the podcast that he is looking for. So, until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. Tell that dog in the background, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm joking. May the force be with you always. Luke. Buzra Aridja. <laughs> Mars Lickelson. Oh. <laughs> it's an old one, but it checks out. <laughs> They are Essex-based podcast heroes... It's treason 
men. Tell that to Kanji Club. <laughs>